hello there. My name's Zach. That's Randy. Hello, Zachary Marcus. How are you? Oh, my goodness. You make me sound very Roman when you say it like that. I don't know why. It really does, doesn't it? I know. If this were a Catholic podcast, that would make a lot of sense. (laughs) I don't know. I was trying. They're never good jokes, folks, but they keep coming. This is Salty Saints, and uh, today we're talking about names. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Is that why you did that? That's why I did that. That was pretty good. How about that? You slid that in over I my head, man. I caught you off guard. I like that. Okay. Yeah, we're that, talking about names. That rarely happens. Yeah, so on Sunday we were talking about Hosea and how he gave really strange names to his children. He called one 9-11. He called his firstborn daughter, Daddy Doesn't Love You. And then he called his second son, you're not my son. <laughs> okay, pause. We have to be explicitly clear for anybody listening to this. He didn't actually name his kid 9-11. It was just kind of the equivalent. It of was the equivalent, yeah. It was Jezreel, yeah. which was the site of a national tragedy. Okay. Yeah. That's not good. No. Prophets did things like that. So we thought we'd take a look at names Names today, names in the Old Testament, names in the New Testament, just a little bit of everything. What's your favorite name? Maher Shalal Hashbaz. That's pretty good. That's Isaiah's oldest son. Can you say that again? Maher Shalal Hashbaz. Okay. Swift is the, what is it? Swift is the plunder, strong is the booty, or something like that. It's it's all about getting destroyed and getting getting ransacked. Okay, well, get this. Uh, so, I'm a I'm a super nerd, and uh, I was uh, I've played Magic the Gathering for many moons, <laughs> and uh, I was watching. Uh, it, it was it was a, a game playing on YouTube the other day because I'm so nerdy. I actually watch other people. You play watch Magic. other people play exactly. it on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. And uh, Post this Malone. This is entertaining for you. <laughs> it, sometimes, sometimes I learn things. So Post Malone actually is an avid Magic the Gathering player. Okay. Do you know who okay. Post Malone is? I, I have heard the name, but I don't know he's, who he is. He's a musician. Okay. Uh, but anyways, they played this one card. Can you read that? Asmorana Maraticadastinaculadacar. Oh, my goodness. And wow. I, like when they said it, I do you thought have were, to say it. I as wouldn't you play ever. It? <laughs> I mean, actually, I would. I'd probably learn how to say it really fast and then do it all the time. Yeah, just kind of like uh, welcome to. Oh man, welcome to Al's wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man emporium, home of <laughs> Al's wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Like it was just this uh, Family Guy reference. I'm sorry. Okay. No more of those. Okay. Re- regardless, no more pop culture references. Names. My favorite name is one I read in the newspaper a few years back that a woman had just named her child. Her child's (laughs) name. I have. Her child's name was Abyssity, spelled A B C D. Abyssity. Abyssity. I love it. I love love it, it, man. That's great. Didn't Elon Musk name his Mm -hmm. son something very, very strange? Yeah, it's like shortened with Ash. Uh, What is it? Musk kid name. Oh, look, boom. Didn't have to type in much before that came up. It's spelled uh, X, and then it's got that, like, old English. Okay, guys, guys, we got to quit dinging Zach here. Um, 
it's X and then that like weird AE character oh, where yeah. they're like shoved okay. together and then A hyphen twelve and that's his name. Wow. And I'm trying uh What's his nickname? Ash. <laughs> Ash, Ash. Yeah. Okay. Um I'd go with that. Pronounced let's see here. It's pronounced X Ash A twelve. I don't understand. <sighs> I really don't. But hey, you know what? When when you're that, that when you're that intelligent, I guess you can just do whatever you want. I guess so. They say that there's a fine line between genius and sanity. <laughs> this proves it. This proves it. <laughs> Names are really unusual. What, what what is the most unusual name you've heard of? Aside from obesity. Aside from obesity and uh, X Sash twelve. <laughs> like of people I've actually met. Or heard about. It's a hard one. See, I got the advantage of, I have Spanish names too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of those are really strange. Okay. A um, friend of mine, uh, there when you study to be a doctor, for one year you have to do clinics in the very rural areas of Colombia. So that's the only way they can get doctors there. And she was telling me about people that she had met. One was named Sir Jorge, which when I heard it, I thought, well, now that is strange. And then she spelled it for me. It is Sir George pronounced with a Spanish accent. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, I did. I met a kid. I was cutting his hair the other day. He was like 18 Straight out of high school, getting ready to go into college. He just moved here from, where was he from? Minnesota. Baltimore. He's from Baltimore. Okay. And uh, his name was Sire. And I said, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I think you may be the only Sire that I know. And he said, yeah, my mom told me that she always knew that I was going to go on to do great things. So she just gave me, she gave me a royal name. (laughs) It's like, all right, man. That's great. I dig it. That's cool. Hey, but that kind of proves the point. Uh, People tend to live up to their names. or Or down to their names, depending on it. Or overcoming their names. Yeah. I wonder how common name changing is because I've known of some people that have changed their names. One of my favorite stories is uh, a friend of mine in Colombia. He actually was the president of the National Church. And uh, his mother, when he was born, for whatever reason, named him Consuelo. Now, it doesn't sound like a bad thing, except... Consuelo is a girl's name. Yeah, Consuela. Right, Consuela. So they named him Consuelo. And uh, he put up with it all through grade school, all through high school. And uh, he actually went on to become a lawyer. And uh, he got sick and went to the public clinic, which is what you do in Colombia, And they asked for Miss Consuela Cabrera. And he he was sick, but he refused to get up and show everybody that his name was Consuelo. 
Instead, after a period of time, he walked out of the clinic, went to the local notary office, and changed his name. Guess what name he took? Hmm. Julio Cesar. Julius Caesar. Now, if you're going to change from a girl's name, what other name are you going to take? Julio Cesar. I mean, I don't know that Julius Caesar is like the guy to be my... It's like going out and na- change your name to, like, Genghis, you know? Like, <laughs> well, this guy was a big dude, so. <laughs> That's fair. He was great, though. Everybody knew him as Julio Cesar, except for his brother, Carlos, who had a great Chuck, a sure. great Spanish name, Carlos, who continually called him Consuelo. <laughs> <laughs> you may have changed your name, but I'm not. Right, your right, name. right. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, man, I, I don't know. Names are funny because it can also yeah. come down to, like, pronunciations of names. One of the guys I work with's name is uh, Chiron. And it's incredible how many various ways people can say it. Yeah, Sirenin, Siren, <laughs> Karin. Like, there's all sorts. And he'll just, like, it's so funny. Like, he corrects everybody so politely. He's just like, it's Kyron. It's Kyron. He's just so humble and nice. He just, he won't, like, I'd be so sick of it. Or I just wouldn't say anything. But, like, he, he keeps at it, and I respect it. Wow, that's great. That's great. So names do tend to influence the way we act, uh, things that we do. There have been studies about it. Um, I, was, I was looking up on the Internet. And, uh, yeah, names tend to, uh, either they can't quite figure it out. Either you kind of become what your name is, or the name kind of predicts behavior, especially in a family where you kind of know what the son's going to be like, uh, or, or daughter. So you get uh, the name Esau in Scripture, it means Harry, uh, not H-A-R-R-Y, but mm-hmm. H-A-I-R-Y. And indeed, he was a very hairy guy. When uh, when his brother uh, Jacob tried to trick his father, successfully tricked his father into thinking that he was Esau, what he did was he took a goat skin and put it over his arm. And his dad rubbed the goat skin and said, nope, this is Esau. So... Dad must have been a little little old and maybe not so with it at that point. He was blind. His hearing was failing. The two senses that he had was smell and taste. taste. So uh and touch. Jake and touch. Jacob's mother prepared a special stew and uh He gave him that, and the smell. It said that Jacob disguised himself himself with the smell of the fields. Now, I've thought about that. (laughs) And the one smell that predominates in the the field of a shepherd with goats is not flowers and lilies. (laughs) Oh, why do you ruin the Bible for me all the time? (laughs) The Bible is incredibly descriptive, and here's one place where I think it really is. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So he he. So it's uh, Jacob and Esau. So what's Jacob's name mean? 
Uh, Jacob means uh, the contender, the wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. And when they were born, uh, they were twins. Esau came out first, and Jacob came out right after him, grabbing a hold of his brother's heel, yeah. his, his brother's foot. Yeah. So they called him the wrestler. And sure enough, all through his life, this is what Jacob did. He fought with his brother. He tricked his brother. Um, he contended with his brother. Got from his brother the birthright. And when Esau, kind of true to his name and nature, a hairy dude, a, a big dude, uh, Jacob knew he was going to kill him, so Jacob ran away. And he didn't come back for 20 years. And what happened the night before he came back? He wrestled with God himself. Uh, scripture says an angel, but we've looked at that before. Some of the appearances of angels are actually theophanies. They are actually God. And this is one of those cases where he wrestles with God all night long. When the sun starts to rise, God says, Okay, sun's coming up. I'm done with this. Tap. He touches him on the hip, and Jacob walks with a limp the rest of his life. And uh, God changes his name. Name changes are also very significant. He changes his name to Israel, which is he contends with God. Yep. And the rest of his life, Jacob never tries to deceive. He never tries to pull the wool over people's eyes again. And in fact, when his sons do, he uh, publicly uh, calls them out. Yeah. He says, you can't do that. That's not the way to live. Wasn't it fitting, too, that then God calls his nation Israel? Yeah. Yeah. Those who contend, contend with, God, with God, those who That's wrestle right. with God, right? Um, and, then, and that was sure true. <laughs> right, because, I mean, it's these throws, this back and forth, this back right. and forth, and right. we're with him, we're against him. We're, and in a lot of ways, when we read Scripture, we're Israel. Yeah. And so we kind of have that name attributed to us at times. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Definitely. Or at least we find ourselves on that side of the fence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So names. What what names stick out to you from the Bible? Uh, well, I mean, one of the big ones is Saul, Paul, yeah. that name change. Yeah, yeah. What does what does Saul mean? Um, I got a cheat sheet here, and it doesn't tell me, so let's figure that one out. I got you. Paul, it is actually a different name. They are not oh. the same name. So, so uh, Saul or Paul means to ask or to question. Or Saul, Saul, Saul means, Saul means, Saul to, means ask to ask or to question. Or to question. Paul, Paul means, means humble. Okay. I have here in my cheat sheet, small. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, Hebrew is kind of poetic, yeah. so that makes sense. So in the New Testament, you get this quite a bit. You get especially among the Hellenized Jews, and those would be Jews that live in Greek territory, 
Saul was one of those. He came from the city of Tarsus, which was a Greek city. They carried two names. So Saul was Saul Paulus. So he kept Saul. Yeah, well, he never lost the name Saul, but um, when he was in Jerusalem persecuting the Christians, he used the name Saul. The minute they moved to Greek territory, to Gentile territory, he took his own Gentile name that he had probably been given from birth. John Mark, same thing. Yeah. His name is John. The name John means uh, God is gracious. But his second name is Mark, Marcus. And that means... Warlike. Dedicated to the god Mars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, warlike. So quite a few of um, the characters that we find in the New Testament and especially among Hellenized uh, Jews, you get this. You get uh, Barnabas, whose name is actually Justice. It's used once in the book of Acts, and then it says Justice, who is also called Barnabas. And in that case, it's not clear if Barnabas is an actual name that he was given at birth or a nickname. Mm. Barnabas means the son of encouragement. Because Barnabas was so encouraging. Almost every time you see him in the book of Acts, he's encouraging someone. And scripture makes that point. Barnabas encouraged them with a with a lengthy message. Barnabas encouraged them with a prayer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like you also see examples of like names. Like, oh, okay. Like with a lot of these Gentile names, like Mark. That, right. So that's like being dedicated to Mars. Right. Right? Or warlike. Or yeah. warlike, right. But then you've got Apollos, right. who is a follower of Christ, but his name is in dedication to Apollo. Right. Right? And so like he's overcoming his name in that sense. Yeah. That he's kind of overcoming his culture. Definitely. He's, he's uh, turning his back on what he was called right. to a new god. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What else we got? Any other cool names? Um, Let's do Melchizedek because that one's really easy. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Hebrews makes a big point of this. Oh, man. Uh, Melchizedek, who is the king of Salem. And Hebrews goes into great detail. It should be around chapter 5 or chapter 6. Uh, the word melech in the Old Testament means king. Right. So Tzedek in the Old Testament is righteous. King of righteousness. So he's the king of righteousness. Or, or, and this is where it gets really fun with, uh, with Michael <laughs> yep. Heiser's like right. four hour deep dive right. on this name. It could mean, uh, Tzedek is my king. Right. Because Tzedek was Tzedek a god. Tzedek is also a god. So right. we don't really know. I mean, we are going to assume it's king of righteousness. That makes more sense. Well, Hebrews uses that, but that's the thing with a lot of Hebrews names. Um, the name, like Isaac, okay, Isaac is a good Hebrew name. Right. And it's very similar to the verb for laughing. And um, 
scripture says that when Abraham told Sarah that she was going to get pregnant, she was like 80 years old, and she laughed. So scripture says when she gave birth to a son, they called him Isaac, he laughs, thinking back to when she laughed when Abraham said, you're going to bear me a son. Um, the name Isaac does not actually mean he laughs. Hmm. It's it's a different root, but it's very, very similar. And you get that pretty frequently. Uh, the name is really close, but it's not quite spot on. Well, that's actually kind of what was going on with the name Saul. Is It okay. actually comes from Shaul, S-H-A-U-L, which is the Hebrew word for to ask or to question. Okay, okay. But it's the masculine spin on gotcha. that word. So is gotcha. that kind of the same oh, idea? Yeah, 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 yeah very okay. definitely. Gotcha. Very definitely. So Abraham, father of nations. Um, Abraham goes through a, uh, uh, a name change. His first name is Abram. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that means. Let's Ooh. find out. Uh, exalted father. The exalted father, yeah. So father. And his name is changed to Abraham before Sarah gives birth and after she's like 80 years old. Uh, the angel, the Lord, again, uh, comes to him and changes his name, says you're going to be called Abraham, father of a nation. Uh, father, yeah, or like father of, of many, father of a multitude, right. which is even more interesting when you apply it to beyond just its, its many true. nations, right? That's true. Paul certainly refers back to his name and says, well, he's your father too, speaking to the Gentiles. If you have faith, He's your father, too. Yeah, yeah. So. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Well, he's kind of the, yeah, because he's the kind of prime candidate for what legitimate faith looked like. Yeah. Are you a son of Abraham is the question Paul's asking. Like, you are to be. You should be. You need to examine that, you know. What does the name Solomon mean? Solomon. Um, Check that up because... He went through a name change. And a lot of the kings did. Uh, a lot of the kings actually have two names recorded in Scripture. Oh. That's because the name that they were born with means one thing. And when they take the throne, they take on a new name. So Solomon's name when he was born was Jedediah, uh, beloved by the Lord. Okay. And when he becomes king, he takes the name Solomon, which means? It's, it actually comes from the word shalom. It means oh, peace. Okay. Yeah. Because if you compare David to his, or Solomon to his father, uh, the fighting was all done. Yeah. Solomon just enjoyed the the results of the fighting. And the, that went really kingdom. well for him. It did. It did. Well, it did well. Until, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a little too peaceful, maybe. He was, he was very American. Very comfortable. <laughs> It presented its own issues. Oh, oh, oh. Great name, Moses. Okay. Moses is not a Hebrew name. It's an Egyptian name. Okay. Do you remember King Tut? Yeah. What's his full name? Uh, King Tut. Moses. Really? Yeah, Tut Moses. Oh, well, there's multiple cut. There's multiple Tuts. Well, there's Tutankhamun. But uh, one of them is 
pet Moses, which was probably Moses' name. What it means is uh, drawn from the mouth or drawn from the river. Yeah. Is it which one is it? Mouth or river? Uh, to pull out or to draw out? Okay, and so it's, it's drawn out. Yeah, to draw out, but it's implied water. Right. Okay. Right. I think that might actually be water. So the idea was there was a legend uh, in ancient Egypt that a great king, a great pharaoh, would be drawn out of a crocodile's mouth hmm. from the river. So what does Jochebed and Miriam do when Moses is born? They put him in a tiny little boat and they kind of push him out where Pharaoh's daughter, Pharaoh's single unwed daughter who has no children is bathing and she sees this baby. And she says, whoa. Now, whether she's thinking, here's my chance, or whether she's thinking God is giving us a new Pharaoh, she takes the child. When Miriam comes up to her and says, I can get a wet nurse for you, it's pretty obvious, I think, to Pharaoh's daughter what's going on here. Uh, The woman who has just given birth is a wet nurse to this baby that was just born. Mm-hmm. Two plus two is four, right? <laughs> she probably is pretty aware that, okay, this is a Hebrew baby. This is mommy trying to save the baby, but I can raise him like an Egyptian. Yeah. And uh, he's drawn out of the water, so his name is too, Moses. Know? And eventually he shortens that to Moses. So I don't know if there's any correlation here, but this just had me thinking. Um, the So like the Egyptian creation story, mm-hmm. um, they believe – like a lot of like Near Eastern views on creation, uh, it starts with water. Yeah. Sound familiar? Definitely. Yes. <laughs> kind of like ours, right? But uh, it starts with like a, a chaotic water and then creation comes up out of that. And so – in the Egyptian creation, Atum is the first god, and he creates himself by drawing himself up out of the water. Interesting. And so wow. I wonder if there's a correlation there, there on why that's why they named Moses that. I bet there is. I bet there is, yeah. Huh. Very interesting. What else we got? Um, the name Martha. So in the New Testament, you have Mary and Martha. Um, I didn't know that until I was just looking at this. Do you know what Martha means? Hmm. Lady of the house. And what is Martha doing? She's all concerned that although Jesus is in the other room teaching uh, teachings of eternal significance, she's fixing a meal. And she's angry because her sister isn't giving her the help that she needs. Interesting. Martha is lady of the house. She lives up to her name. Interesting. So, I mean, okay, so I'm not trying to, like, jump the gun here, but it's got me questioning, like, do you think we should pay more mind to the names we give children? You know, 
the concept of a name's meaning is kind of lost on us. We we look for whatever's popular. I was some of the things that I was reading just indicated that in the last five years, the name Kylo and Ray are on the upswing. <laughs> Guess why? <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, but you get that. Uh, popular names. Uh, Miley, after Hannah Montana, uh, became a very popular name. And I don't know that I'd be leaning into that one. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't. But, uh, but people do. People do. Yeah. You know, they yeah. look at what's popular. And names certainly, I mean, some names are... Uh, kind of recognize who calls their daughter Mildred today. And yet, you do get Millie's. Usually because it's a family name and the family uh, that the the person has significance. Well, that's the other thing, too, is you may not see Mildred's, but their name may literally be Millie. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I They I might see. just shorten it exactly. and name them Millie. Exactly. Right. So what does Zachary mean? Uh, the Lord has not forgotten. Yeah. The Lord remembers. That. I know these things. Yeah. That's the only reason I knew Mark. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. And Killian. Well, I'm Randall Mark. Okay. Yeah. So Randall is an English name, and it comes from Randolph, and what it means is a shield wolf. Is like a German shepherd. Okay. Yeah. They would keep wolves... To protect themselves. So I don't know that I've lived up to being a protector, but uh, I, I do like to help people. You're a pastor. Yeah, that's so, true. So, I mean. Yeah. In a sense. <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Pretty good, man. Um, um, okay, I'm curious. I'm looking up my last name because I can't remember. Um, what? Oh, my. So, the original pronunciation of my last name. My last name is Killy. Uh, the original pronunciation was McKillia. Oh, boy. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Uh, not, But it was spelled with like a G because it's like Gaelic. You know what okay. I mean? Um, so, further research meaning would be son of the servant of Kiala. Okay. Kalach. Is that a region? It's an Irish name of uncertain origin, traditionally said to mean bright-headed. Alternatively, it could be derived from Old Irish Kalach, uh, a variant of war, strife, or the church, because those are all very similar things. And so, servant of the church or servant of war, I'm not sure which I am, but... Uh, my my surname is very obviously German, Um Probably it means woodpecker. Okay. Which means that somewhere along the line, my ancestors were lumberjacks. I like that. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I hope my so. ancestors weren't murderers. <laughs> <laughs> Machilia's, <laughs> especially if you call your son I, I'm Achilla. <laughs> I'm just going to name my son Brock. So you yeah. can be Brock Killy. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, we were just waving at Jason. He <laughs> waved at us through the door. <laughs> we, uh, uh, Linda and I, uh, very intentionally gave all of our kids uh, biblical names. Yeah. So uh, Jeremiah, Aaron, Michael, David. The boys' names are easy. Uh, Sarah, Elizabeth, 
we came to our second daughter, and none of the other names just really kind of hit it off with us. But there's one name in the book of Acts, and it's another one of those Hellenized Jewesses that was there, Tabitha. And we cheated on her second name, Tabitha Joy. Joy is a biblical word. It's not necessarily a name. But Tabitha was reading in the book of Acts, and it gave her Hebrew name. The Hebrew name of Tabitha, which means gazelle, is Dorcas. She said, you called me Dork. (laughs) I said, no, we called you Tabitha. (laughs) I love it. You called me Dork. That's fun. Yeah. I, uh, a name I like from the Bible is Judah. Yeah. I think it's a cool name. Is Judas, uh, like, rooted in Judah? You know, I bet it is. Because Judah means praise. Yeah. That's a, that's a fun one. Um. Let me check that. And then, so this is a random one. And while you're looking up important things, I'll talk about something less important. But you know what name I think is so cool? I watched To Kill a Mockingbird many, many moons ago. And the name Atticus Finch always stuck out to me. Atticus. Well, he's such a, like, I think that, like, there are quite a few people named Atticus now that I've noticed. And, like, it always boils down to Atticus Finch. Because he's, like, this, like, standard of, like, good in that movie. Like, he's like, have you seen To Kill a Mockingbird? No. Okay, he's kind of like the guy standing up to do the right thing. I think I in read the, the book. face yeah. of yeah. yeah. In the face of like all the problems, he's the one that's going to like He's the tough lawyer, it isn't he? He's the lawyer. He's the lawyer, gotcha. And yeah. uh and I don't know, it's just a strong, cool, weird name and weird names are fun. So. Yeah. I also knew a little girl named Rowan and I thought that that was a really cool name. No, I've heard that. I've I have, heard that. I have too. I think that that might actually be like a Lord of the Rings reference, if I'm not mistaken. But I could be wrong on it that. It could be. So the meaning of Atticus, belonging to... Attica. Attica. Yeah. Which is a region. In Rome? In, in Greece. In Greece. Close gotcha. to Athens. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, dude, we're missing like the most important name. Jesus. That's the one that I wanted to save... <laughs> Because uh, it is really, really interesting. So we've we've made the comment that Jesus is uh, just a variation of the name Joshua. Joshua, of course, means uh, God saves. God right. is salvation. Which what a name! What a name for the Savior of mankind. God saves. Um, he definitely lived up to his name. But how do you get from Joshua to Jesus? So here is what took place. Uh, Jesus is from Galilee. The Hebrew pronunciation of the name Joshua is Yeshua. Now, if you'll notice there at the end, it's a sound that we don't make in English. It's called a glottal stop. You take the back of your throat and you close it up. Yeshua. And... That is actually a consonant in Hebrew, that glottal stop. I know. The guys at the barbershop get on to me all the time when I try to say Arabic words because I never do it You right. never get that glottal no. stop. Yeah, that that's, exists today in Arabic. Um, 
in Galilee, part of what they would do is they would drop that little stop. Now, we do the same thing. We do the same thing in English where uh, certain regions of the country will uh, drop S's and other of them will slur R's. So in in Boston, you don't park your car like you do in Ohio. Pack your car. You pack your car. You look for your khakis. <laughs> That's right. You just say khakis. Right. Like the pants. That's great. That's car That's keys. great. That's car keys. <laughs> um, so a Galilean would not say Yeshua. They would say Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. They'd drop that final glottal stop. And the vowel right before it that you need uh, to get that stop in there. So it would be Jesu. Now what the Greeks did, they would pick up on what they heard the disciples calling Jesus, Jesu. And they made it into Greek. Uh, first of all, um, an opening E like that would have a rough breathing. Hey. Jesu. Um, and they would put in in Greek they uh, decline nouns like you do in German. So the subject of a sentence has one ending. The object of a sentence mm-hmm. has a different ending. A possessive has another ending. The standard ending for a name in Greek is a sigma. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. That's where you get all the Julius, Marcus. Right. Apollos. Paulus. uh, Just almost every name ends in a sigma, in a s sound. And uh, they took Jesus and made it Jesus, and from that we get Jesus today. Now, the significant thing about that is the way they pronounce Jesus' name clearly identifies him as a country person, as, if you would, a hillbilly, a redneck, a person who is not from the city, a person who is not refined and cultured, a person that when you start listening to him, you hear his accent and you think, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And then you hear what he's saying and you go, whoa. <laughs> right. So it's like you've got the reason you're saying that it insinuates that is because they're basing this all off of like a Galilean pronunciation. Exactly. Right? And Galilee would have been. The middle of nowhere, essentially. The way Jesus spoke was with a Galilean accent. He... It would be the... It would be the... It would be the equivalent of a Kentucky accent. Or, right, West Virginia, right. like West Deep Virginia. Hills. Yeah. Strong. Uh, and the stereotype is they don't really know what they're talking about. They don't right. really understand. And then you hear what Jesus is saying, and you say, oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. That's interesting. So he shows up in Jerusalem, uh, speaks to the crowds, 
and the crowds are taken aback by what he says. Not just by what he says, but because of the fact that he doesn't speak like the refined Pharisees and the priests who are all working in Jerusalem. They have that good, refined Judean accent. Jesus has a country accent. Interesting. Yeah. So, question. Yeah. What, <laughs> what would people that knew Jesus call Jesus? Would it depend on where they were from? Would the yeah. Greeks call him Jesus? Yeah, they would probably call him Jesus. Uh, the Romans probably called him Jesus. Um, the Judeans probably called him Yeshua. Joshua. But his disciples, who 11 of his disciples were also from Galilee, would have called him Jesus. Okay. There was only one that was not from Galilee. Now you've got me thinking. One that's not from Galilee. Judas? Judas Iscariot. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right, that's fair. Judas is. Iscariot is a region name. It means Judah from Cariot, and that was the, a region in, in uh, Judea. The other Judas would have been from Galilee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Judas the minor. Or... Interesting. Interesting. So names. Okay. Names continue to be important today. Maybe we should pay a little bit more attention to the names that we give our children. Because there is a tendency for kids to live up to their names. You don't want to like put that whole a boy named Sue thing on your kid. <laughs> no. Didn't didn't really work for Johnny I don't Cash. Know. Today <laughs> maybe you do. I don't know. But like um yeah, I it's got me kinda like I, I think it like how cool names sound. Yeah. Like does it sound like a fitting name? Does it sound nice? Yeah. Does it have a nice ring to it? And then I listen to some of these names in the Bible, and the meaning's beautiful, and the sound of it is just it's horrible, awful, <laughs> the worst. And I'm sitting here like, oh, they cared more about the meaning than – that's yeah. the other thing. I yeah. feel like – now, correct me if I'm wrong, but like especially in the Old Testament, are a lot of those names – like were they really names or did they just say – like? Say like, or oh, like you know, you title. exactly yeah. like, oh, well, you know, you were born on a desk, so your name's going to be Desk. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like stuff like, sorry, I'm looking at a desk. It's the first thing that came to my mind. But like, I feel like that happens all throughout the Old Testament, and I'm always thinking like, think is that really a name, or did they just like decide it was going to be one? One of the other characteristics, and and this is impartial answer to your question, in the Old Testament, there are something like. Oh, gee, many, I'm going to get this wrong, but uh, let, let, let's just say, for example, that there are 2,000 individuals named in the Old Testament. There are like 1,950 names for those 2,000 individuals. They did not repeat names very much. I mean, just think about it. You say Daniel, you know there's there's one Daniel. You say Joseph, there is one Joseph, one Moses, one Aaron. Mm-hmm. And... You come to the New Testament, that's no longer true. In the in the disciples themselves, you have two Judases. You have two Simons. Uh, and and uh, although you only have one John, 
among the disciples, you also have John the Baptist. Um, names become a lot more repeated uh, by the time you get around to the New Testament. So I don't know that that necessarily has meaning and significance, but in fact, when uh, they name John the Baptist and his dad says, or his mom says, uh, Elizabeth says, his name is John, they say, well, you can't name him John. Your family doesn't have a John. They were used to naming their children, so they, they giving their kids family names. Right, mm. right. So the culture had changed. It had definitely changed. That makes that. sense. That makes sense. Now, that's in partial answer to your question. Yeah, in the Old Testament, I think you do get a lot more of that. Okay, you're like this, so I'm going to name you that. Hmm. And it's unique. It's You're the only one. Right. Right. But you know what? If we named people like that, we'd probably have a better time remembering people. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, all the people with the weirdest names that I know, I remember them. <laughs> Straight up, I do. Um, but, like, along the along the lines of that whole idea of, like, just kind of taking a word and uh-huh. determining that, like, it's going to be a name. One that I think is really fun, that, like, I thought it was so weird when I first heard it. But uh, Brian, uh, I think their last name's Harden, uh, from the Daily Audio Bible. Okay. Uh, his daughter, China, just had her baby and named her Reagan, and her middle name is Brave. Huh. And so it's kind of like Reagan the Brave, and that's what they're calling her. Nice. And I think that's nice. so cool. That like It's like, it's a weird middle name, but like it works. It's really well, the whole point of the sermon was that Hosea named his children after a national tragedy. The second one, he names Daddy Doesn't Love You. And the third one, he said, You're not my son. The whole point was that Hosea changes their names because God restores people. And so he continues to call his oldest Jezreel. But that's because the word Jezreel means God plants, God sows. So he calls his his first son, you are rebirth. You know, God is planning a new thing. Uh, we get the name Rene, means new birth. He looks at his daughter and he says, I'm not going to call you, I don't love you anymore. You're now going to be beloved. The name Amy means the beloved. So he called his daughter Amy. Looks at his last son and he says, you're my son. I'm going to call you my son. Reuben. <laughs> Reuben's an interesting name. It means, look, a son. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I I don't know. It, like, that's something I don't think we think about a lot in our culture, but yeah, kind of like we said, maybe it, it's worth just stewing over a little bit, like, what do names mean? Mm-hmm. You know, am I living? You know, that's an interesting thought. Are we living up to our names? Like, yeah. maybe that's a cool yeah. little challenge here. Or maybe, like, are you overcoming your name if your name isn't something so flattering? Um, I dare say everybody listening knows what their name means. Because most people look that kind of thing well, up. look it up. Yeah. 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 So are you living up to your name? Yeah. Or overcoming your name if the meaning is a negative meaning. Right. But but how is your name affecting you? Yeah. 
And how does it describe who you are? That's interesting. It is. I don't know what significance that has biblically, but... <sighs> Maybe none, but, you know, living... It's a good way of evaluating yourself. Is, sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, either... Here's kind of the way I see it, is your name either probably means something very good... Yeah. Or something that maybe you don't love. And generally, you want to be leaning into the good right. and away from the stuff you don't love, the right. stuff that's not right. so good. Absolutely. So it's a good way of putting yourself in check. My dad told me about two kids, and I I think he was telling me the truth, but I wouldn't put it past him to maybe he was telling me a, a tall story. He knew a family named Pig, P-I-G-G, and that is a surname. And uh, twin boys, one named Ima and one named Yura. <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine. If you are a parent, please don't tell a joke with your child's name. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty funny, but, you know, maybe still don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I dig it. I looked at possible negative meanings of names and negative meanings of uh, abbreviations as well because we do abbreviate quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So all of our kids, we carefully figured out, okay, if they shorten that, how would they shorten it and how does that go with the rest of the name? Right, right. Make sure it's going to fit. And let's look at the abbreviation. You don't want to end up with one of those names that people use as fake names when they call in for pizza orders. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not good. Um, yeah. I dig it, man. That's fun. Okay. I, uh, yeah, you know, a little more lighthearted than our typical stuff, yeah. but uh, it's interesting. Just a break. It's a break, but it's good stuff to know. I mean, yeah. it's um, because that's the other thing, and maybe this is the point here. Knowing the people in the Bible's names helps you understand them as characters in scripture because it's often i feel uh you know either just the hand of god playing out or the author intentionally letting us know their name or the meaning of their name to to lean into who they are and what they're gonna do yeah yeah which you know that gets complex but point is it's worth knowing yes cool Right Very on. Good. Well, Very if good. you guys have questions for us, send them to salty saints at becomehope.com or questions at becomehope.com. Or if you have a very unusual name that you know of, let us know what it is. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, I am all for that. Um, beyond that, we good? We're good. Stay salty. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, Do you trust me? Because together, we can do this. With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories and scripture. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.